Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Welcome to Up On Game Presents Coast to Coast The Some Dude Show It's go time Hosted by Cuffs the Legend A.K.A. Some Dude Cuffs will be keeping it spicy With some of the biggest names in sports, culture, and entertainment Welcome to The Some Dude Show Hope you can take the heat like LeBron And now, here's Cuffs the Legend Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to the Some Dude Show. I'm your host, Cuffs the Legend, once again. We got an OG pulling up for y'all today, y'all. We got an OG. We got a living legend pulling up to the Some Dude Show, making his first appearance on the Some Dude Show. The OG, the living legend. And he's one of those guys I consider, like, there's a lot of gatekeepers in this, in this game. I got to be honest. I deal with it. A lot of gatekeepers. But this guy right here, he's opened up his show to me several times. So I got to return the favor on the Some Dude Show. I want to welcome to the Some Dude Show, like I said, making his first appearance on the Some Dude Show, the OG Chris Broussard pulling up, man. How you feeling, my guy? I'm great, man. How you doing? It's, it's a pleasure to be on. Man, I appreciate it. Like I said, you had me on your show a couple times. You reached out. You didn't have to do that, man. So I just want to say publicly, man, like I really appreciate that because a lot of guys don't really do that. You know what I'm saying? So I I really appreciate you doing that for me. Like it's helped me in a lot of ways. Well, look, man, you, you, first of all, you're doing great stuff and congratulations on all all that. But, um, you know, I, one thing, and and this goes for my partner uh, on the eye couple, Rob Parker, who, you know, you've been on the show with me and him. Um, 
we want to help young brothers in the business. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all need uh, somebody to to give us an entry into the business. And not that we did that with you as far as getting you in there, but we want to help you pro- progress and prosper as much as we can, man, because uh, we need voices like yours out here uh, covering, man. So, uh, so we're excited about all that you're doing, and I'm excited about being on the show today. Yeah, bro, I appreciate that. So I like to start off my show by giving my special guests like two easy free throws, two easy free throws, two easy questions. Cause I know you used to get a bucket back in the day. I heard you was a bucket in your heyday, Chris. I heard you was a bucket, man. (laughs) So the first one I have, the first free throw is what was your career high when you hoop, Chris? Oh man. Um, I think I want to say 35. Ooh. Um, but yeah, uh, I know my senior year in high school, and uh, you know, I played in Northeast Ohio, not far from where Brian was. You know, his where he grew up, and uh, I averaged twelve point six assists. Oh, um, and I played. We made. Uh, we went to the district. I played at Holy Name High School in Cleveland. We went to the district final. Uh, I played in the city the greater Cleveland all-star game that year as a senior. Um, so I had a nice little run, but, uh, yeah, my senior year, I was more of a distributor running the offense, but yeah, 12.6 dimes, 12.6 dimes. So who did you pattern your game at the, who, who, who would you say your game reminds people of my game in high school, uh, which was my best year was my senior year. I would say, um, were you a lefty? Were you a lefty? No, 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 no. I wasn't a lefty. I I was efficient. I shot fifty four percent from the field, and it's funny because now when I I don't play much now, but when we used to play with all the media cats, um, you know, at all star games, at, at NBA finals and stuff, everybody thinks I'm a gunner, you know. <laughs> and with the media, I might be because they they not they don't they don't really stop me much when I play with the media. But uh, when I was in high school, I was very, you know, I was very cognizant of being efficient. Like, I never wanted to gun. I wanted to always have a a solid shooting percentage, which, like I said, 54%. I did. Um, I would say, gosh, I don't want to say Stockton because I wasn't that good. good. But, I mean, I guess you look kind of at numbers. I wasn't quite the distributor he was either. Um, hmm. I don't know. Maybe a Maurice Cheeks. Oh, Mo Cheeks. Maybe a Mo Cheeks. Yeah, that that I, I think that's probably fair to say. My senior year. So speaking of sports media hoopers, I actually had that as the second free throw, Chris. Who is the best hooper in sports media? Non NBA player. Um, it used to be me. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, look, now, look, Chris Haynes, I know can hoop. Yeah, Chris, yeah, Chris a bucket. Chris is a bucket, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never played with Chris uh, just because, you know, when I was playing heavy, I mean, it was guys like, I don't even know if you know Gary Howard. No. But he, he used to be this sports, and he was one of the first, maybe he might have been the first, I'm not sure, but the first African-American sports editor of a major, you know, daily newspaper, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. But he played at Lehigh. So he could hoop. 
Stephen A can hoop. Um, Stephen A can hoop. I, yeah, I, I need I need to see. I haven't seen him poop or seen footage. I gotta see it. Oh yeah. Now now we played we only played once, if I remember correctly. Um but it was me, him, and Gary Howard playing with some other guys. And Stephen A, like he said, he was a shooter. And by this time he was a little out of shape. We all kind of out of shape. But you could tell, you know, you could tell who can hoop. And uh so he could hoop. Um Rick Buker was pretty good. Rick was really just in great shape. You know, he was a soccer player, I think, in college. And he was in great shape, but he was a decent player. Uh, some of the old guys, I'm talking about Mike Wise, the guys, you know, the young cats probably don't even know. Um, one dude who was – this is the guy I used to go at it with, and he was great. He he was – he gave me problems. And guys won't know him. His name was Matt Steinmetz. And he now has a radio show out in San Francisco. Uh, I played Division Three college ball. He played Division Three college ball. And we used to go out. He's about 6'1". Don't jump high. Not that fast, quick. But, man, I used to call him Bird. (laughs) Because it was like, you know, you you like, how is this dude scoring on me? Yeah, how? You know what I'm saying? But he was he was nice. And so I think he and I, of the older group, he and I were really, you know, kind of at the top. But now, like I said, I would say Chris. I haven't played with Chris, but I saw him in the, you know, in the big three all-star game. And I just know he played Division Two hoops. So I know he had game. Um, but, yeah, that I would probably go with Chris. I'm, I'm trying to think of who else is even out there among the young boys. I don't know who hoops. Um who, what these young cats, which of them hoop. So, um, but I would go with Chris. Chris Haynes. Shout out to Chris Haynes, man. He's been on yeah. the Some Dude Show before. So as we go into this season, we got some spicy storylines. I just recorded a pod a few days ago with just giving people a precursor for some of these spicy storylines, Chris. What is your favorite Spicy. What's the spiciest storyline going into the season? We got the Celtics and the Bucks, who I feel like is going to be a two-horse race in the Eastern Conference. Drew Holiday, he's going to be on the revenge tour because he got traded away after saying he wanted to stay in Milwaukee for his whole career. We got Dame in Milwaukee now. That's Everybody's loving the storylines. What is your favorite spiciest storyline going into this season? Now, when you say spicy, do you just mean – interesting basketball storyline or like drama. You know what I'm saying? A combination got- a combination of both cuz I think it's it's going to be drama in the West. Like the West is so stacked. So I think a lot of good teams going to miss the playoffs in the West. Oh man, the West ain't no joke. I I I'll drop a few. I, obviously you mentioned I mean Boston and Milwaukee. I agree it's a two team two horse race in the East. And it's interesting because they're kind of and I, I think Boston's planning on changing this. I've heard some things that they do want to focus more on defense. But when you look at Joe Missoula last year, it's kind of like they're going small and saying we just going to outscore you. Yeah. And Milwaukee's going big, and they're going to defend. Even though Dave's not known for his defense, I mean, when you look at what's behind him with Brooke Lopez, Giannis is going to be able to roam. Chris Middleton, I think, not having to be as – he'll be the third scoring option instead of the second. 
I think he'll be able to pick it up defensively. And I think Jay Crowder could play a bigger role this year because he was in, for some reason, Budenholzer just wasn't feeling him. And he was really feeling Grayson Allen and Pat Connaughton. So I think now Crowder's going to get more of a shot, which if he can do what he did a few years ago, I think he's just what the doctor ordered for them. You know, a three and D guy with some toughness and some attitude. So I think which team of these two, is it size versus the the small, you know, Celtics? Now the Celtics are going to be great defensively on the perimeter, but I worry about them inside. And I know Porzingis can block shots, but he's their only player of consequence over 6'9". And then the other big who's, you know, good for them is Al Horford, who's 37. So how much is he going to have left? Uh, but they're going to be tenacious on the perimeter with Drew, Derek White, and then, of course, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who I think want to pick it up defensively. So those are the two kingpins in the East. I Right now, I, I want to go slightly toward Milwaukee because I do think Dame and, – and first of all, there's I think there's a clear sense of urgency with them because, you know, they're older. And so you don't know how much, you know, how long is everybody going to be healthy. Middleton's had injury issues. So they need to go out and win it as soon as they can. Uh, or Because uh, their window might not be as long as we think. Um, so I like Milwaukee slightly. Uh, others drama, I mean, Philadelphia obviously is a spicy storyline, just what's going to happen with James Harden. I get that he's upset. Now, he's made some bad decisions himself you know, um, turning down the extension in Brooklyn, demanding the trade out of Brooklyn to me was a mistake. Um, and now you see what's going on in Philly, even giving up the money last year so they could get um, a few other players, P.J. Tucker, Daniel House, and now he's not able to recoup it. So I get him feeling some kind of way about, you know, I gave up money and I'm not getting it back. But he's got to realize the best thing he can do for himself is to just go to stay in Philly. Now, if they trade him, he can keep his trade demand. But until they trade him, he has got to be like, man, I'm a ball out and I'm going to do everything I can to lift our team. And that might mean not trade getting traded because I think he's better off in Philly than he would be with the Clippers. I agree. Yeah, like, like, and I don't think Philly could can win the East, but I will say that one of the reasons they can't win it is because Harden and Embiid don't play as well in the playoffs as they do in the regular season. And now if those two could be regular, you know, regular season great in the playoffs with Maxi, Tobias Harris, and their depth that they have, I think they could be a, a threat, like slightly below Milwaukee and Boston. Whereas with the Clippers, with Kawhi's injury history, who knows about Paul George staying healthy? I just they they got a pretty good team, but I think he's better off in Philly. And if he goes out and plays well, his chances of being wanted elsewhere next season would be greater than if he pouts, if he doesn't play well, if he causes distractions. Like it's going to be interesting to see who would sign up for that next year if he has problems like that. So uh, I think that's an interesting storyline. And I'll throw out one more. There's a number, but I'll throw out one more in the West. Dallas. Like, I want to see 
we know how great individually Luca and Kyrie are, but can they succeed together? Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Yeah, can they elevate? Can they elevate yeah. the role players I mean, around them? To be honest, last year they didn't, and we we can look at each of them had great numbers when they played together, but they obviously didn't win. And so, and I'm not expecting them to win the West or even really contend for the championship. But if they can't even make the playoffs and be a, a, a little bit dangerous, then that's a problem because they got the talent too. My thing with James Harden is the question I have for you and everybody is like. What is going to make him happy? What does he want his legacy to be? Because at every stop, he's always found a way to pout and whine or, or not be happy or be unhappy in every situation. When I feel like playing alongside the most dominant big man in the NBA, as far as physicality, you have the perfect setup to be that number two guy. You can average 21, 22 a night, lead the league in assists. I don't understand what he wants his legacy to be. What does he want his legacy to be? You right on the money. And first of all, I hate to say it, but it, it seems like from the outside looking in that James don't know what's make gonna make him happy basketball wise. Right? He he I mean he he might know off the court what he wants to do. He wants to kick it, hang out. That's fine. On the court, I don't think he knows what would make him happy. Because he let he could have stayed in Houston 
and I kept averaging 33 points a game and getting beaten the playoffs. He didn't have to leave, but he forced his way out of there. You you talked about Philly. How about Brooklyn? Yeah. I mean, I get him being frustrated with Kyrie and the vaccination situation. And obviously Kyrie came back and played later. Harden was gone by that point when Kyrie was there in the playoffs. But even if Kyrie, what you didn't think he was playing, you still had Kevin Durant. And and Harden at his best and, and Durant at his best, I think they could have made some noise in the East, but he he wanted out of that. And certainly once Kyrie came back, they could have made noise. And now you said it. In Philly, come on, man. If you're a great point guard, and he is, like Harden is one of the few players I've ever seen that was an elite uh, scorer and playmaker. Yeah, he can lead. A, like, he can lead the league. In, he can lead the league in scoring and assists easily. Right. I mean, and to, there's very like, and he's not just a guy because you've seen guys that rack up a lot of assists but aren't necessarily what you call great passers. Yeah, empty calories. For me, he, yeah, he can direct. Like, when he was in Brooklyn, when he first got there and he played point and Kyrie was off the ball and Durant was healthy, Harden, if Harden was looking like the MVP to me. He wouldn't have won it because everybody was mad at the way he left Houston. But I thought the way he orchestrated that offense was superb. And so he's got... He could play that way, have you know, set the table for Maxi, set the table for Embiid. You got to direct Embiid. If I was the point guard on that team, I'm directing Embiid. Yo, big man, get on the block sometimes. Yeah, you know, use your body and your size sometimes, like Jokic does. But you're right. Like, there's nothing more you can ask for as a point guard. And Harden doesn't understand this. The only way he can enhance his legacy is to win. That's it. Going somewhere and averaging 34 again and getting beaten the second or first round of the playoffs, that's not going to do anything for his legacy. He's done all that. He gets his props for it. We love it. But the only thing that could take him to the next level, if he cares about it, is to win. And the best way for him to win is to be a like a give you 22 points a game, 10 or 11 dimes, and get it done in the playoffs. And so, you know, I, I, I've i lost faith in kind of thinking he's going to do that and, and take, help a team get to a championship. But he should really stay in Philly. and Because, if look, if he forces his way out of there and doesn't win a championship with wherever he is up, like Clippers or whoever, then – You've run the risk now of having your legacy be it's battling now. What is what do we remember him more for? Being a great individual player or being a malcontent? That's what and I for, that's what I think it's gonna be. Thing. I think it's yeah, gonna I be mean, that. Certainly in the short term, that's what it is for real. You know where I, you know where I think James needs to end up? And I, I was talking about this with somebody yesterday, Eddie Gonzalez, my boy Bansky, we was joking about it. I think the place, the perfect basketball fit at this juncture of his career would be the Miami Heat and that culture where they're going to monitor his body fat because I don't think James is fully in shape the last couple of years. That's the thing. Well, I think in theory, you that's a great point. I've actually thought of that myself. I just don't think he would – I don't think he would could do it. Like, I, I think it would be a clash. Now, maybe I'm wrong. 
but I just think it'd be a clash. Um, they will want him to at least try to, you know, give effort defensively. Um, and like you said, the body weight, the way that the the way they drive that culture, um, I just feel like he wouldn't buy in. Um, but if he did, to your point, oh, that that'd be a great place for it because he gives them the score and the offensive punch that they would need. We live right now, some dude show with the OG Chris Boussard. You can see him on First Things First on FS1, the Odd Couple Show on Fox Sports Radio. So, Chris, we going over to the Western Conference. The question everybody's asking going into the season, will the Denver Nuggets repeat? Because I don't feel like they've done enough to improve the roster in the offseason. A lot of teams got better, I feel like, in the West. Have the Nuggets done enough in the offseason around Jokic? Have they surrounded him with enough pieces to get this repeat? Well, I'm certainly not going to write them off. But I agree that it wasn't – I don't think it was a tremendous offseason. I mean, look, I, I hate losing Bruce Brown. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, I mean, that dude was, was just what the doctor ordered for them. Now, this dude – and you may have heard of him, uh, you know, heard about his game. Peyton Watson. Yeah. He can hoop. Yeah. He can hoop. And now he'll, he, we think he'll get more of a chance. Um, I think he can help him out. My, they're going to need Michael Porter Jr. to continue to grow and develop mentally as well as, you know what I mean, his game. Um, he needs to take a step up for them, not just numbers-wise, but I mean like playing smart, accepting his role. Um, if he can do that, that'll be big. Uh, but, I, look, I think they have enough. I think Christian Braun's going to play, play a bigger role, and, and I like him. I think he can. Um, so I, it's hard to repeat. I mean, the last, obviously the Warriors repeated, but that, that team was kind of stacked, obviously. Um, the Heat repeated, also stacked. I give them a shot, and I, like, if you force me to pick a team right now in the West, they might be my pick. Um, obviously the Lakers are going to be tough. A big question with them is how, if, if any, if at all, and, and how much does LeBron decline I, at some point is going to come, I would assume, you know? Um, so where is he at? But he, I think his point total should come down. Yeah. Cause I think, right. I think if, I think they could be best with LeBron at about 24 a game. Yep. 24, 25. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. AD can be around there too. And then Reeves can Reeves step up to 18, 18, 19. Yep. Rui, you know, so, and that will preserve LeBron for the playoffs, too. Phoenix, I, I like Phoenix, I think, better than most people, too. Um, I mean, everybody certainly acknowledges their talent and that they're, they're top-heavy. But I thought they, for what they had to work with, I thought they did a good job adding depth. I like um, Nurkic. He's not as good as DeAndre Ayton, but just for the culture. You know, Ayton was not happy. Players weren't really feeling him after he sat out that game six in the playoffs. And so you got Nurkic who can step in there. And, and you know, Nurkic is good. He's got to stay healthy. But he's also a big body. He can't stop Jokic. But you can throw him on there. He can bang around with him and things like that. I think Watanabe, U2 Watanabe is a good addition. He can shoot it. 
Um, you know, they got some, I think they, Grayson Allen with his toughness. How about Bo Bo? Bo Bo Revenge Tour. Well, Bo, look, I like Bo. I think everybody's liked Bo. Um, and he certainly got talent. They just, Denver never could find a way to use it. Yeah. You know? And, And so, I do think he is almost, I don't want to say an X factor, but he's kind of an unknown. He's a, a unknown who potentially could pay off big time because he's got ability. Um, the one thing they obviously lack is a point guard. And so now, I there's no doubt that Booker and Beal can run the point, right? And one, And I think that's how they'll do it is they'll kind of alternate. Both of them will be around five, six assists a game. But the question will be late in games, particularly playoff games, when the fourth quarter, when you need a director out there to get the ball to the right person, get get them the right shots, is one of them able to do it? I think that was a problem with Boston. They didn't – even though Marcus Smart is a great defender and a solid, like, point guard or guard he was not a true point they didn't have that director so they would put the ball in in you know Derek white yeah Derek white yeah right and they make it and and Derek white and they make turnovers they're not that's not who they are and drew is going to solve that phoenix will they have a similar problem i think that's a big question for them witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. We live right now with the OG Chris Broussard. Before I let you go, I'm going to put you on the hot seat with some dude. So keep it spicy, Chris. <laughs> Who is the most underrated role player in the NBA? The most underrated role player. Okay. Um, man, let me think. Is, is Austin Reeves a role player now, or is he going to step into that big three situation? I don't, I hesitate to call it to say he's going to be a, become the third part of that big three. Um, but I, I also hasn't, he's not a role player because role players don't score like that, you know? And again, I, we're, we're both thinking he can get up to 18 a night. Uh, he what was he at 15. I don't even think he was at 15. I think he was at like 13 or 14 in that range. Yeah. I mean, I guess certainly with that, those numbers, you would say he's a role player, but at this point you can't call him underrated. Um, I I think obviously Miami had a host of them. Right? Caleb, Caleb Martin was big pick. last year. Yeah, take your pick uh, of any of their guys. Whether it's Caleb, whether it's Struce came up big in the playoffs. Gabe Vincent, obviously with the Lakers now, so you could throw him out there. Um, who? Let me think. Because uh, I, I want to give you a good name. Um, I think Tyrese. I, mean, I think Tyrese. Ma- Tyrese Maxey. Well, I see. I don't think a Maxey is a role player either. I mean, that boy's twenty a game, and this year, I think, especially if Harden's not there, he's going to be their second scorer. So I, I don't. Yeah, if you want to put him in that category, then he's certainly right there. But I, I wouldn't put him in that category. Um, I, I mentioned Bruce Brown earlier. Kevon Looney. Man. I think it's a is a is a and I'm thinking classic role player. You know what I mean? You're not mistaking him for a star at all. Um and the thing I, I actually I feel like I hope I'm proven wrong, but I feel like Golden State did him and themselves a disservice by not uh getting more size. More size, yeah. Right. And I'm just talking, like, look, I think Dwight Howard was perfect for them. I think, I don't know what kind of shape he's in or anything like that, but somebody that could give them 15 minutes a night just as a big body and kind of do what Looney does. Because I think Looney is just too much to ask of him. Uh, for 82 games. the only play guy that plays big. Yeah, for 82 and games. Then, yeah, and the playoffs, it gets really important. And so... Look, if you want to, if you want to stretch, I don't think this guy's a role player either. But if you want to stretch the meaning, like you included Maxi, how about Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, Wiggins, he plays his role perfectly, like Iguodala did on those Warriors teams. David Lee Wiggins is bad, and I knew when he went there, I was like, man, this is gonna be perfect for him. And you mentioned Iguodala, I actually compared them because Iguodala, who's obviously had a great career. When he had to be the first guy, you know, in in Philly, that really wasn't – he could put up some numbers and they were okay, but he wasn't going to carry a team. 
But when he was like could fit into that role, he was great, obviously, in Golden State and Denver before that. Wiggins is not – if you ask him to be your first or second guy, he just don't have that mentality, that drive, that wanting to put the responsibility on his back every night. But have him be the fourth scorer or, or the third scorer and the fourth best player or the fourth, you know, critical player, he's perfect in, in Golden State. So I, I love Wiggins there. You know who that role player is for me this season? I think it's going to be Rui Hachimura. He is going to take that leap this year with L.A. because it's always been about confidence with Rui. Like, he had some issues in Washington. Like, he took some time away, mental health right. stuff. But, like, being under Braun's wing this whole summer in the lab with Braun, like, having an icon like that, like, put so much life into you and confidence into you, I think Rui's going to take a big jump this year. No, that's a good call. Um, obviously, he had his moments last year. But if he can be consistent with it, and that's why we talked about, like, if LeBron's scoring drops a bit, but you got AD where LeBron is, and then Rui and Reeves. Like, come on, that that they could be a squad. They could be a squad. So you're on the hot seat right now. Chris Broussard is on the hot seat on the Some Do Show. Chris, who do you trust more, Tatum or Devin Booker? Jason Tatum or Devin Booker? Oh. Who do you trust more? That is a great question because they both have had their moments of struggle. In the big games. Um, game six I, of the finals, Suns, Celtics, who do I'm a, you trust? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I love Book, but I'm going to have to go with Tatum. I think I'm this is the year. I think this has to be the year for Tatum and Brown. That duo, this is they're at, a, they're at the fork of the road. They're at the crossroads this year, I feel like. Well, look, you keep knocking on the door. At some point, you got to knock it in or you got to walk away. And I, it, the thing is, man, if they – I can't fault them if they don't beat Milwaukee. But I hear you in that they've been together so long and haven't got it done. You know, but I, I thought, you know, they might look to trade Brown for, for Dane, you know, before they re-signed Brown. And they didn't. So you signed up. This is your squad. Like, they've locked in those two. Like this is these are the two building blocks we're going with. So I don't think if they don't win it this year that they'll blow it up and trade one of them. But um, look, they they've been around. Even though they're young, people think of them as older because they've been around so long. So yeah, I'm sure they're looking at it like this is the year we got to get it done. But I, I would go with Tatum. Uh, I think he's a little more versatile than than D Book. Yeah, I agree. I think he got a little more wiggle. He can get to the rack. Yep. The step yep. back game. So, final question on the Some Do Show. We on the hot seat right now. Chris Broussard, final question, my brother. Will LeBron James win another championship? Whew. Strive for five, man. Is this my my? This is obviously the year I think it, that they got to try to get it done. But I'm going to say no. Oh no! I, I I hope I'm I wouldn't mind being wrong because I love to see LeBron get it. But and I and I look we we always say this on first things first. The I couple at this point in the season we reserve our right to change because I haven't made my preseason picks officially yet, and I like the Lakers, but I I'm gonna say no because I think as great a shape as LeBron appears to be in. 
he has been banged up each of his years with the Lakers. And that's age. Like, that's, that's what stops people from, <laughs> you know, sorry about that. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing, Chris, because when you get a little older, like we get a little older, those soft tissue injuries start to pile up, man, the soft tissue. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and not like it, it's obviously not whether it's LeBron or somebody else. It's not that they can't go out there and ball incredibly, and he's done it at a level we've never seen anybody do it at this stage of your career. But, I, you know, like I said, you don't get healthier. And he's been banged up each of the last several years with the Lakers. So I think that's an issue. And then, of course, Anthony Davis. You can say, well, every player you talk about injuries, but AD, KD, and uh, Kawhi Leonard, it's beyond that. Like, it's a real thing you got to factor in. Is AD going to be healthy? And so, for those reasons, I'm going to say I don't think LeBron gets another ring. Chris Broussard, what is your favorite restaurant? I see you in NYC. You're doing a show in NYC, right? First thing first, y'all. Yep. So, what yep. is your favorite restaurant in NYC and when you out on the road? Because I'm always taking notes. Wow. Um... Where was I at recently? Uh, Have you been to Pergola? Have you been to Say Less in Pergola in New York City? No. Pergola, I think I've been to. But not... uh, Say Less. I feel like I've been there. I feel like my wife might have taken me there. Um, I'm just going to give you... I I like steak. Me too. I could give a couple, you know, there's a Peter Luger and that's New York based. I'll give a more of a national so people know around the country. But I, I, Ruth Chris obviously is great. Um, Morton's, Fleming's, I, but Capitol Grill, like, though, I love steak. So I, I love those steak houses. So you love so steak I, like I, me. You're a steak connoisseur like me. So is the steak. Cause my pops, man, I'm trying to get my pops to come over to the medium, medium well gang. He's a we- he's a well doneer. He's a well done guy, Chris. You're not a well done guy, are you? I used to be. I used to be a well done guy, man. People looking at me frowning when I order. But nah, I'm with you. I've I've gone down. You know where I go? I go medium plus. Ooh. Medium. I never heard of medium plus. Medium well. Everybody don't do medium plus, but that. Meet right in between medium and medium well. That's where I go. Man, let the people know where they can follow you, Chris Broussard. Let, let, let the people know where they can follow you on your social media before you go. I'm on uh, Instagram at Chris uh, Broussard 68. I'm on Twitter, Chris underscore Broussard. Obviously, as uh, Cuff said, you can find me Monday through Friday, 3 to 4.30 p.m. Eastern time on uh, First Things First on FS1 with Nick Wright and Kevin Wiles, and then 7 to 10 Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, on the radio, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM 83, uh, on the iCouple with Rob Parker. Brother, when do you find time to relax and decompress from everything? You are working, like you've been doing it for so long, it's so commendable, though. Like, when do you find time to decompress? Thank you, man. I appreciate it. But, you know, now I'm an empty nester. My wife and I, my daughters are 25 years old. They're out of the house. So not when they're not here, you do get more time to relax. As much as I miss them, 
that that enables me to relax. But yeah, I'm I'm a busy cat. There ain't no doubt about it. Man, I'm almost exactly. there, man. My youngest daughter is 17. She is senior in high school. I'm almost an empty wow. nester. The empty so nester. That, oh man. Well, congratulations <laughs> on that to your daughter too. Chris Broussard, y'all. I appreciate you, my brother, pulling up to the Some Do Show, dropping some gems. NBA season is around the corner. We got preseason basketball this weekend, brother. I definitely be in touch with you, man. I appreciate you pulling up. All right, bro. Anytime you need me, man, hit me up. My guy. Yeah. Chris Broussard, the OG, the living legend. You can find them first things first. FS1, Fox Sports Radio, the Odd Couple Show with Rob Parker. Shout out to the OG, man, pulling up on the Some Do Show, talking a little NBA basketball. It's so many spicy storylines, yo. I cannot wait this year. The West is stacked. The East is looking like a two-horse race. Milwaukee Bucks, Boston Celtics. I can't wait. I got my popcorn ready. I went to Trader Joe's. I got me the movie theater popcorn from Trader Joe's. It's buttery. This season's going to be buttery. I can't wait, y'all. But shout out once again. Chris Broussard pulling up, kicking some game live on the Some Do Show, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, Up On Game Network, Cuffs the Legend, Some Do Show. And as always, before I go, you know the mantra, you know the motto, the jig is hovering. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com.